Leading the conversation. The political spectrum made plain. All right, so we talk innovation just after 9.30 every night because we want to spend a few minutes just getting people to think innovation. So it could be innovative ideas of individuals about how you can cultivate thinking innovation and then practical examples of of businesses who are innovative as well. Stephen Cohen is the MD of Triple S Solutions, uh, the founder of Future TV. Uh, let's find out more about what they do. Stephen, appreciate your time. Hello. Uh, thanks for having me, Ashraf. How are you doing? I'm very good indeed. Thank you. Right. So you, you've made some, what, innovative decisions in your company in terms of what product and, and what services you offer that are, that are worth sharing. Tell me about that. Okay. So basically, just to go back to the background, I was born in 1975 when, it came, when the TV generation just started. So we had like the SABC1, mm-hmm. SABC2. Then things moved up to 1986 when MNET was launched. And I just found that Emmet was like, wow, that's amazing. They made this like technique with this decoder that can actually scramble the signal and everything. So I had a box on my wall, the Emmet decoder box on my wall. And my parents looked at me every day and said, what the frick is this little box? I said, no, I want this. So they said, okay, cool. You know, like, why don't you just like, you know, like wait a while. So eventually they got it. And I think I dismantled about five decoders before I actually used it because I wanted to know how it worked, how they did this. It was amazing. Then, like, DSTV came along, and I thought, in 2008, um, I saw Netflix was launched in America, mm. and I saw this, and I thought, wow, you know, like, this is amazing. And I logged into the website, and it said to me, sorry, unavailable in your country. So I thought, okay, there must be a way around this. So I made a tunneling software, the router, that allowed you to watch Netflix and Hulu in South Africa. So I could see what they were doing, you know? So I mm. subscribed to Netflix, subscribed to Hulu, and saw what America was innovating, what they were doing, where they were moving with television, where it was going. So, um, yeah, then I, I decided, you know, I showed my friends, I said, look, hey, we can get Netflix here, you, you can't believe how brilliant this is. And then, like, it just moved on progressively. Um, and in 2016, Netflix was launched in South Africa. But just before that, there was a, Netflix was only available on a, on a, on a computer screen. So, mm. if you wanted to watch it on your television, there was no, nothing, because you couldn't watch it. So, yeah. What I did was basically there was there was a man by the name of Anthony Wood. He actually designed uh, the the DVR, which is the digital video recorder. That was when you press record. It's the same as how DVR works today with uh, DSTV, etc. Then he went to Netflix and he said to Netflix, "You know, I want to start this new company called Roku. Now, what I want to do, you guys can't. There's not uh, there's no way people can watch Netflix on a television." So he said to them, "Well." Um, you can come work at us part-time in your own time that you have because, of, you know, you run your own company. We're not going to pay you, but try and make an application that people can watch on their television. So what he did is he designed an application and he made a Roku device that actually all it did was stream Netflix. Mm. So, then he, so then they thought, okay, wow, you know, that's amazing. And then he started a brand called Roku and he released it. And then I saw this and I thought, you know what, um, this is an amazing idea. I brought one to South Africa just to see what it could do. Um, I got our test approval to make sure you can sell it here. And I was looking and I thought, maybe there's a way to make channels that we can show. Like, mate, there's so many South African, brilliant South African podcasts, South African uh, video artists that don't even have the chance to actually go into TV because, you know, it's so flooded the market. Mm-hmm. What happens if we make a channel for a person, for a company or for a personal person that wants to actually send that to that, that channel overseas. So I learned BrightScript, which is the language that Roku uses, and I started making channels for companies that wanted to send their channels overseas. 
today's times, Roku's the, is the leading streaming device in America. Um, we are the only people that actually design to, that actually create the channels, create the channels in South Africa. And we send it to the Roku channel store. And if the guys want it public, if they want it set to a certain region, they can do so as well. So um, that's what Future TV is about. And mm. looking at where Roku is going today is in South Africa, we're basically in phase one of the streaming war, like basically the DSTVs mm. versus the Netflix versus, yeah, yeah. you know, in America, there's already 61% of U.S. citizens that are streaming everything, mainly Netflix. But what the cable providers have done, they started like pushing back. So they're saying, right, Netflix is out there. We want to push back. We're going to start offering free content now, but advertise like they advertise like they're sponsored by advert advertising and stuff. And that's what we want to do. We want to push these guys back, but we're going to offer free good content that we create. So, so CNBC, Fox Now, they're all coming out. ESPN has launched their own little uh, separate four dollar ninety nine streaming package for sports. Well, I think. DSTV eventually will get to that stage where they're going to start unbundling their packages. So, so, where, so, so let me put it this yeah. way. In terms of your technology, and we've got two yes. minutes to go, so we don't have much time. So, oh. so you are, are innovative in your thought processes. Fine. Uh, what, where do you position yourself in terms of what's going to happen next? You made yourself, okay. you made the point about first-generation South Africans. Yes. Where, where do you position yourself? Okay. So my position is the following. The biggest threat today is privacy. Okay. So... Today's time, you carry your phone. That is basically your, your, it's basically got everything, where you are, where your tracking is, where you are, and all that in the world. So we've created a new, um, a new, um, a new like, product called Trav- the Future TV Traveler, which means if you go anywhere in the world, okay, and you'd like to, you've got a DSTV subscription or a Showmax subscription, or you're an American that wants to go into a ship or cruise and you want to watch your movies, you can switch it on and you can watch it. It's also for privacy, which means that because you can you log into public hotspots or hotels, what this product does is it allows you to basically keep yourself private, keep, your, keep it away from intruders. So if you want to log into your bank, it's all basically private. And that's where we're going, where we're getting to the future TV traveler, where it basically allows you to do and stream anything and keep your privacy uh, okay, anywhere and, in the And world the last thing for people flipping it around, besides consumers now, there are many people yes. who are, I know, do podcast. We are aware of that. Uh, you know, is, is podcast the same as vodcasting? I mean, is sound and video, do you think about it as one? Meaning, what, what would you offer? Uh, if I look at the Netflix example, now, what are you offering uh, consumers right now in terms of the production of content that is different to what's available right now in South Africa? Well, there's lots of original content coming out, a lot of podcasting, a lot of video casting coming out of very good quality. And if you look at YouTube, they, it's too flooded. So there's too many people doing it. But if you have one channel that the creator, and you feel that it is very original and, and would sell over the world or would have like a, a good like interest around the world, we'll create the channel in probably eight hours and get it out there in the next two weeks. You'll have a channel out there. And we find that we, there's a lot of South Africans that are very innovative. We've got one that uh, talks about cryptocurrency that goes all around the world. And there's a lot of other ones that have come up and that we send overseas and they're getting very good viewership and listenerships as well. Okay, got that. And that's where we're going to leave it. Well, I'll tell you what, Stephen, thanks for your time. Give us your, your website address very quickly if you can. Okay. So it's travel.futuretv.co.za. That's the traveler things, the option where you go overseas and you can switch on your privacy. 
and they can have a look at that. And then the FutureTV.co.za is under construction, but will be available in a week's time. Okay, feel free to tweet me as well. Uh, Ashraf Ganda will certainly tag you together with SAFM Radio uh, and then hashtag SAFM Viewpoints too. Okay, there we are. Stephen Cohen, MD of Triple S Solutions and the founder of Future TV. Things are indeed changing. Have they changed at Josie Dark? Let's find out.